0: Hey, good morning, everybody. It is Evan. Today is Saturday, September 9th, and as you can tell, I'm out. Hey, wait, Evan, Evan, Evan. No, no, no. Today is September 19th. Okay, go on. I'm out walking today. So I want all of you, as I always say in the beginning of every episode, to get out there and walk, right? It's a beautiful day here. I hope it's a beautiful day where you live. Just put on your shoes get out there and walk with me to wealth while you listen to this podcast today. So I always also start by saying that, you know, the S&P 500, where is it it this week, right? So we ended the week, I guess, at about 3320, which is about 40 points down. Over the past, you know, several weeks, the all-time high of the S&P 500 was 3581, still holding on September 2nd. So it's gone down a little bit that's okay I always also share with my listeners especially my new listeners that are joining me that I went from a million dollar net worth or I got to a million dollar net worth in about 14 years so my assets are my investments are eight hundred sixty seven thousand my condos worth 133 so that's a million dollars and I got there in about 14 years so I also want to say before we continue that if you've had a really long week sometimes like I have I'm gonna self-promote some of my past episodes, the money meditation moments. Episode number 23, go back and listen to that. It's called Be In The Now. If you just need some downtime, think about your money, relax, go through a guided meditation, feel free to listen to that episode, as well as episode number 28, which is the ultimate purpose of today's income. I will probably produce those maybe once every couple of months to kind of put together all of the learning from our podcasts within the Broke at 40 podcast. So I just wanted to mention those. Now today, before we jump into the content, all week I've been thinking about what am I gonna do for this Saturday's episode? I'm thinking about my episode next week which is the Becoming Stephen story where I look at a case study, which by the way, as you know, I'll be doing that once a month. So in October, October 31st will be the next case study So my episodes on the Saturdays in October, which I think there are five of them, will be all about insight into the character, into the aspirations, into the dreams of the person I'm gonna highlight at the end of the month. So stay tuned for that. And this week though, obviously, I have one more episode before the case study next week. And I wanted to think about and talk through the entire concept of becoming a realist or are you a dreamer especially when it comes to money so we're going to explore that concept today of should you be a realist should you be a dreamer what is the right mix to build wealth slowly over time i've got lots of thoughts in my head i'm going to finish out my walk here today get back to my home office and i don't even know the title of the episode yet but i'll come up with it here in just a few minutes i'm so happy that you're with me and stay tuned the podcast starts right now Hey, before we start our episode, if you want to be featured on the show in a case study where I develop a three to five point plan to bring you from broke to brilliant in 10 to 15 years, then email me at evanthomasbroke at yahoo.com. I'll send you my questionnaire. You fill it out, send it back. And if chosen, you'll be featured anonymously free of charge on an upcoming episode where we take a look at a financial or motivational topic to gradually shift your thoughts from a broke to brilliant mindset. And as always, this podcast is for educational and entertainment purposes only. Please consult with a financial advisor if necessary. My name is Evan Thomas, and this is the Broke at 40 podcast. All right, I'm in my home office now, everybody. How many steps did you get in today? I got about 7,500 steps in. Hopefully, all of you listening to me right now are out there walking your way to wealth. And today, I would like to talk about the real world versus a dream world, because I think it's really important for those of us that are in the financial space, um, for many of us, those of you that are listening to this podcast, the Broke at 40 podcast, are probably coming up on your 40s and you're thinking about how can you build wealth? wealth going forward into the future. And I'd like to tell you a story about a true story of myself Um, over these past 14 years. As as many of you know, I went from broke to a million dollar net worth in about 14 years. And I had to, though, shift my focus in many ways from a dream world, which is really more my personality. And I'll share more about that here in just a few minutes. But I had to shift my mentality or my mindset of being a dreamer into more of what we would refer to as being a realist or living in a real world. And it occurred to me as I was walking this morning and putting together this episode that I really had to, again, shift that focus because if I didn't, I would be broke today at age 54. So I would encourage all of you to, as as you listen to my story here, think about your own reality right now. Like, where are you? How much money do you have saved? What are you trying to get to in the next five, 10 or 15 years? And relate this back and anchor it back to yourself. And we'll get to that a little bit later when I close out the episode. But I, I definitely wanna talk about how I shifted my focus and how I had to shift my focus if I was going to be successful with my money. So let's get started now with the podcast for today, Shifting Your Mindset from a Dream World into Reality. So I want to start by saying that when I was 24 years old, I was right out of college, um, and I spent a year or maybe a year and a half really trying to figure out what I wanted to do with my life. I went to college for communications. And I remember in college, I was like, you know, thinking about, well, what do people do with a communications degree? I think I've talked about this in a previous episode where right out of college, I I did not know what I was going to do. I was still living in more of a dream world, really, rather than being reality-based. If I could go back, I guess I would probably pick a profession that You come out being, you know, an attorney or a physician or something very concrete. So you know exactly what you're getting yourself into. But so many of us go through life, especially right out of college, where we have degrees that we spent so much money on and we're not even really sure what we're going to be doing with our lives going forward, much less, you know, how are we we going to save enough money actually into the subsequent years after that as well, it's hard enough just trying to figure out what it is we want to do with our professional lives, our working life, where we spend so much of our time. And, you know, looking back over the past 15 years, I can't tell you that I really was that focused on knowing exactly what I wanted to do. I was living more in a dream world. I really was. I was 70% in a dream world and 30% in reality, which is really not good, really, when you think about it. Um, so the podcast today, I want to try to teach you in terms of how I did a paradigm shift and I had to make my reality 70% and then keep 30% of my dreamlike qualities because that really is the essence of who I am. I didn't want to lose who I was, but I had to make that shift if I was going to not only be successful with my career, which, you know, how it segued into in what it did. And I built that career when I'm, and I'm very proud of that. It's just, it's not what I would have set out in life to be. And, And that's really the reality for many of us, isn't it? You know, if you do studies on people and their career paths, people are changing careers a lot and that's fine. Um, But I want to kind of focus today on, you know, how did I become Evan? Um, There was an episode that I created many months ago, several months ago, that I actually deleted because I was reading from the script that I wrote, and I didn't like it. I was very upset with the the turnout of it. Not that anything in it was unreal or untruthful about what I said. It was just scripted, though. So I deleted it, but I remember some of what I said in that episode and the concept of becoming Evan. As you guys know, I'm not really Evan Thomas. I've shared you with that with you on the podcast since the very beginning in April of this year. And, you know, it became kind of like a metaphor for me. And you'll see for next week in the Becoming Stephen story, I'll talk to Stephen about that. But Becoming Evan, for me, many years ago, and I didn't know who Evan was, but I had to really shift that focus from a dream-like to reality. And so I kind of created who I wanted to become financially speaking in my career, as well as other areas of my life as well. So I would encourage all of you to do that, to, to think about who you want to become and see that person, and then actually fake your way into the reality of who that person is. I hate to say it that way, but you do, it's like fake it until you make it is really a very powerful thing. You know, Evan was very confident, like I try to be. And he was very good with his money, like I wanted to be. I became the role model of somebody that I emulated, which was this Evan person, Evan Thomas. And I I wanted to become him, very smart with his money. You know, he forgave himself for the bankruptcy. Go back to my other episodes where I talk about bankruptcy. Um, You know, becoming Evan, the realist was something that I had to be to be successful with money because when I grew up in the 70s and then going into the 1980s as I've shared with you previously when we looked at media and television back in those years it was all about you know Dallas the show Dallas and Dynasty you know rich meant all of these things that I thought I wanted and yet I really didn't know how to become wealthy because I've explained before there's a very you know there's a difference and so um, I want to share with you as I talk through how I, you know, shifted my mindset over to become more of a realist. But back when I was 24, <clears throat> I, you know, went to college, as I said, and I um, I learned communications, video, radio, which is why I love podcasting. <laughs> um, and I had my mind set on working at Disney World, the Disney MGM Studios, I could not think of any other place that I wanted to work other than the Disney MGM studios. And so I spent a good part of a couple of years, you know, trying to do that. And I look back on that experience and I think, you know, good for me for trying because we should all go for our, you know, our dreams. And I I really saw myself as working there and working in video Maybe becoming famous—who knows, right? But working in video, and part of me then shifted that focus and thought, well, if I can't do that, then maybe I could get into corporate video, which at that time, back in the '90s, was, um, you know, working with corporations that created video. And I tried; I, I applied to a lot of different places for jobs, and nothing ever came of that. And I don't know if it was me, like I've shared with you previously, that I just wasn't motivated enough. I thought I was. But that dreamlike person, that person that I was, I knew as I got older, I couldn't hold on to that because, you know, shifting back to my story of um, going to Disney World, I got pretty far in the interview process. I called, you know, I still remember the guy's name that I interviewed with. I drove myself there to Orlando in Florida and had an interview, a lunch interview with Jim Washburn because I had like you know, called his office and talked to his assistant so many times. And they finally broke down and said, bring this kid in, right? Let's talk to him. And so I had lunch with this guy and I remember he said to me one important thing, which changed, you know, who I was at that moment. And he said, your persistence will pay off somewhere. Your persistence will pay off somewhere. And I remember thinking, Okay, so I drove home, you know, I was very upset. And I thought, okay, it's just it's not it's not going to happen. I'm going to have to change who I am and who I'm becoming. And that then led into many years of then becoming more reality based. And even though I had many years, 10, 11, 12, 13 years, all the way up until age 40, all of these years of just surviving, you know, I did it. So I look back on that. And I say, wow, I did it. I was, you know, searching for who I was, I found jobs that ultimately ended up into a career, a career that I'm very proud of. And I'll never be un, you know, I won't be um, I'm I'm very thankful (laughs) that I've had the career that I've had. And I want that to continue, but there's still that person in me that is that dreamer. But for all of you listening, it may just mean that you have to shift that focus. So if you are in your thirties and you're approaching 40 and you're broke, And you're still on that dream like journey, that's fine. You know, don't ever lose that part of who you are. But you're just going to have to shift the focus from 70% of that dreamer person that you could potentially be, like I was, and bring it down into a 30% realm. Never lose who that person is, right? Because when you, When you look at the definitions of dreamers and realists, which I'll shift focus here a little bit and talk about that, you know, a a realist really is having or showing a sensible and practical idea of what can be achieved or expected, right? Or representing things that are really true to life. And realism can be really exciting, it really can. I mean, I remember back in college, I studied cinema verite which is Cinema Truth. I love that. It's a uh, filmmaking style, like documentaries, like you see now with reality television. I just love all of that. Cinema Verite, being true to yourself, um, you know, living in reality. And that is very, very important to me. And actually, full disclosure, as we move into the case study for next week, I am creating these case studies Because I think that there are people in the world today that are listening to this podcast that are still afraid to really write in, right, to evanthomasbroke at yahoo.com, to share your story, to be on the show. Because so many of us are still so, even if you come onto the show and you, you know, give me information and we have a, a live conversation for our listeners, even if you say that you're not that person, it's still really, really hard for people to talk about their money in today's. You know, in society today, it's so true. And so, by bringing you case studies of people that I create in my mind that represent all of the people in America and other countries today is going to help, I hope, a lot of you. You know, until we get people coming in and writing into the show, that's what I'm going to do. And I'll probably even continue to do that because I'm a creator, I love to create content and by creating these fictitious stories and that's why in the podcast you'll hear the little disclaimer that says this is a fictitious story you know consult with your financial advisor but there are people i'm sure that are in the situations financially that i'm representing once a month on the show and so i would encourage all of you though if you want to write in and be on the show we'll do a real one and i will tell all of my listeners at that point that this one is real and until then though i'm going to create content And I'm going to create the illusion of, you know, these people that have this debt or they're at this age and they have these feelings and, you know, this is what they want. This is the situation they have going on because it will represent somebody listening to me. I can guarantee that, that those situations, you know, there's so many people all over this country and all over the world that are suffering financially that need a little bit of a push, a little bit of a boost to hear that other people are having success with life, especially as it relates to money. And so that's what my case studies are all about. And so I I absolutely love, though, realism. So bringing stories to you, even though they're fake for now, right? They still are real situations of what people could be in as they go from a broke to brilliant mindset. So a realist then, again, is having and showing you know, sensible traits and having a practical idea of what can be achieved and expected is so important. But what is the definition of a dreamer? A dreamer is a person who dreams, obviously, (laughs) um, and is a visionary. So you still have to be a visionary, right? Um, All of you listening to me right now, and myself included, I'm still keeping 30% Of being a dreamer, a visionary. I've talked about visions, you know, the vision boards that I said you can create or putting things on your mirror to motivate you to do and to be the best that you can be in whatever you want to do, whether it's money or other topics that you might be working on. You know, so a dreamer is writing down and putting their thoughts and their ideas on paper in the form of journaling that we've been talking about and maybe saying affirmations every day. First thing when you get up in the morning, or the last thing you do before you go to bed at night, reaffirming who you want to be is so powerful. So never, again, as I keep saying, give up that dreamer part of who you are. And um, a dreamer is somebody then that is, you know, keeping that part of them that, you know, motivates you, definitely motivates you into, into who you want to become. And when you think about it, You know, I know a lot of you again are listening to this and you're coming up on your 40s and you're broke like I was 14 or 15 years ago. Always keep in mind that, you know, I think we need to keep things in perspective as well. Perspective is a really big word. I'm going to be doing other podcasts on this whole concept of perspective. Because what do we see in media today when we think about people that are? you know, maybe later in life that are achieving success. I can think of four, you know, famous people that we know of that became famous later in life. Um, Lucille Ball, uh, I love Lucy. She was 40 years old when she started that television, sh- television show. So she didn't really have success in her career until her forties. Julia Child was 49 years old before she changed cooking in America. Steve Carell of The Office was 43 before he became famous. And Jane Lynch of the TV show Glee was 49. So, you know, you can Google and you can find people, um, famous people that later in life, like us, if we wanted to start building wealth and be millionaires by the time we get to our mid fifties, you know, it can happen, Um, keep it into perspective. Like with famous people, those can motivate you. Those four people I just mentioned, can definitely motivate people to become who they want to become. But I want you to bring it down to your perspective. I want you to lower that down, you know, to your perspective of we are just everyday people in America today, myself included, who became what I wanted to become by shifting the focus from 70% of a dreamlike world to, you know, um, to down to 30% so I could become more reality-based to do everything I need to build wealth over time, everything we're talking about on the podcast. And so, you know, again, I am just an average guy. I was broke at 40, and then I got to a million-dollar net worth. You know, it's not sexy, is it? I'm not going to be on CNN someday. Man becomes a millionaire in 14 years. You know, people are doing this. It's not sexy at all. They're focusing on the people that do it in one, two, three years that are much younger. And that's great. But the reality is most of us in America are broke. And so if you want to shift that focus and if you want to become more real with money, then you're just going to have to follow all of the basics that I've been talking about. Anybody can do it you can do that 20% knowledge right and get the a handle on the 80% behaviors which this show is all about but it's not going to happen if you don't shift the focus like i've been talking about on the episode today so i would encourage all of you to as you think through this podcast and i hope that you're walking right now with me to wealth outside you're getting your steps in like i did earlier today and i hope that you take this information to create that spark, I as I've talked about, the drive to really get smart with your money, right? To really get smart finally in your 30s as you approach 40 or whatever age you are, you can definitely do this. And so just to close out the episode, I can think back to when I was 24 years old and sitting with the director of production, Jim Washburn at the Disney MGM studios and having him look at me and say, Evan, your persistence will pay off somewhere. And as I drove home and I thought about those words, I realized that it had more to do with building a life, an abundant life of things that were important to me, including slowly building wealth over time. I didn't realize that it would take so many more years up until right before I got to the age of 40 to realize that, but it happened. And so I would encourage all of you to think about that as you go from a fantasy-based world, if you're living in one, to more of a reality-based world. And so with that, I'll close out this episode like I do all my episodes. I appreciate you. I appreciate you so much for joining me on this podcast. And more importantly, I believe in you. I believe that you can do this, that you can get to where you want to be, financially speaking. And I congratulate you for all of the work that you've done so far. I'm Evan Thomas. I'll see you here next week on the Broke at 40 podcast. All righty, that's going to do it for another episode, everybody. Hey, I've got a favor. If you've got a friend that's struggling financially at any age, please share this episode with them. Let them know that I went from broke to a million-dollar net worth in just about 14 years. And if I can do it, anybody can. And if you're on Apple Podcasts, please give us a five-star review. We would really appreciate it. What do I always say? It's okay to be broke at 40. It really is. But not at 50 or 55 now that you found us you can change your financial destiny. I'm Evan Thomas, and this is the Broke at 40 podcast.